The following podcast contains sensitive topics and subject matters, including mental health discussions, that may not be suitable for all audiences. If you feel you need support at any time, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline in the United States, 800-273-8255, or your country's crisis center. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello everybody, welcome to the Super J Cost. I'm Joel Abraham, joined by Damon McDonalds. How's it going, Damon? We're good. Um, I don't know, seems like it's a little brighter out. It seems like a little... Uh, things are starting to uh, move in a decent direction, at least here. So, um, sports are talking about coming back. I got NHL news yesterday afternoon. And I think over the weekend we got some good stuff for Japanese sports, which includes... New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, uh, yeah, I think everybody's uh, slowly but surely chugging along. Have you watched any Bundesliga? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have been watching. I couldn't tell you what I've been watching. But it's been on. It's been on in the background. Um, what else have I watched that I'm not really interested in but pretending to be just for the time being? NASCAR. <laughs> I watched a bunch of cars going around in a circle. Um, what else? A lot of sports are live right now. Um, did you watch any of that? Um, I don't know. If you, are you a golf fan, number one? No, I'm not. Yeah, me neither. But if I say the, the, the name Tiger Woods, you're familiar with Tiger Woods, right? Of course. All right. How about that Phil Nicholson? Yeah, the, the sex maniac. <laughs> well, he's probably a little bit more well-known as a golfer, but yes, a sex maniac possibly too. Uh, Phil, is it Phil Nicholson or Mickelson? Uh, he's a famous golfer yeah. as well. Um, and then you have uh, football's Peyton Manning. Are you familiar with Peyton Manning? Uh, I know the name. Yeah. All right. And uh, he's like Mister. He's like like Mister All American, All Shucks guy now. Like that's his gimmick. He's just he's like he's like football's equivalent to Bob Backlund at this point. Um, just going around the country being All Shucks guy. And then um, Tom Brady. You know. Uh, all the Super Bowl rings. Yeah, I'm the, familiar with Tom Brady. Oh, all right. Well, they had a celebrity golf tournament. Not a celeb. Yeah. Well, I like guess celebrity golf tournament that they televised. Um, it was it was all th- those four guys. So they were like uh, Phil and uh, Tom Brady were a tag team, and Peyton and Tiger Tiger Mask <laughs> Tiger Woods. <laughs> See, I'm trying to squeeze in pro wrestling. Um, Tiger Mask. Uh, would it be better if it was Tiger Mask? Um, in a tournament, like not in a tournament, but they, they were teams. They played against each other. Joel, it was the most entertaining two hours or three hours of TV I've watched in months. It was fucking great because they're out there. The football players can play a little bit of golf, but they're not really that good. So they're shanking everything left and right. The 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 pros are trying to save them. Joel, it's a torrential downpour they're playing in. They're playing in not just like drizzling. It's pouring down rain, um, and they're busting each other's balls on live TV. It was fantastic. It was wonderful. 
I can't recommend it enough if you find a replay of this shit. Um, it was so good. I, and I hear the ratings just went through the fucking roof. So um, that's that was my interesting week. That was my, my, my most interesting thing of all week. I've watched bits and pieces of the Bundesliga, but I don't really care about any of the teams, so hard to get emotionally invested. But I'm sort of doing a bit of a U-turn on the idea of the Premier League coming back. Putting to oh. one side the safety concerns of it, when it's your team taking part in competitive sports where there's things at stake, I think I would still find that exciting, exciting oh. to watch. So the prospect of Arsenal getting back in action, even if it is in an empty stadium, I, I can't lie, I'm looking forward to it, actually. Yep. I mean, Joel, yesterday they, the league and the players' union agreed on a 24-team playoff system for hockey to come back. Now, again, no dates. Everybody's speculating on dates. You'll need a training camp. There's still the, the medical concerns, all that. But in principle, the league has agreed that this is how we're coming back, and we're coming back to this. And you know me and my fucking tournaments. I love them. So the idea and the prospect of we're just going to start, boom, July, and we're going to fucking duke it out for the cup, I love it. I don't. And here's the thing: there's people that bitch and moan about like the, you know, the. It's like complaining about a beautiful woman who's wearing ugly shoes. Like you're getting fucking hockey back. Don't bitch and moan about oh, it's not, the sanctity of the. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! We're getting guys on ice hitting a puck. Can't wait. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, it's it does seem like you're getting these little tastes of your life back, which is very pleasing. I mean, there's still plenty of ways to go here, Joel, right? I mean, let's not kid ourselves. But if we're trying to put a fucking smile on a piece of shit, smile's looking pretty good right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Pretty smile. I like the smile. Uh, well, let's pump the brakes on that because I do feel we should start with the news that came out on Saturday of oh. the tragic death of Hannah Kimura oh. at the age of 22. So Hannah was a terrific wrestler, incredibly charismatic. She looked certain to be one of, I mean, if not the biggest star in Joshi. Uh, you and I, Damon, we were fortunate enough to see her wrestle twice. We saw her in uh, New York at Madison Square Garden. We saw her on the pre-show at uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14. So this news is... It's absolutely heartbreaking for a really talented young woman, had a whole life ahead of her, and I don't want to spend too long speculating over causes because suicide uh, is complex. It's rarely the result of a single factor, likely to have several interrelated causes, and I, and I know lots of people are pointing at cyberbullying as one of them, and I see that Japan are looking into anti-cyberbullying legislation. That's great, but... To me, it just that's a bit reductive. It, it feels like putting a plaster over a, a gaping, festering wound. Like it, it seems to me that there are a whole host of other issues going on with Hannah's death. And, and personally, I think there needs to be a conversation about idol culture, where you, you get a, a vulnerable young people pushed into this pressure cooker environment, and they're often dehumanised, often portrayed as sex symbols, and. I, I think that kind of pressure has led to uh, this disturbingly high number of suicides. I mean, you, you just look at like the K-pop industry, for example, because um, earlier this year, I remember reading a Guardian article from a Korean journalist who said they've reported on 30 Korean celebrity suicides. So, you, you know, you add 
to that the challenges of uh, being mixed race as Hannah was uh, um, depression in a part of the world that maybe isn't the most educated or, or understanding about mental health problems uh, the, the intense scrutiny of being on reality TV and you know reality TV's got their subsection of fucking scumbag fans uh, which itself has led to suicides I know the Love Island TV show that's led to I think three suicides in the last year and and then I mean on top of all of that of course there's a coronavirus and, and all the extra stress and worry that's caused with uh, us locked in our homes worrying about our health families jobs futures things like that so I mean it's easy to see why a, a sustained campaign of people saying vile things on Twitter following I mean it sounded like a pretty innocuous altercation with a housemate on this Terrace House show. Apparently, she shouted at someone for accidentally shrinking her Wrestle Kingdom ring gear or something like that. But it's like you throw that flame onto the tinderbox, and we get yet another pointless, gut wrenching death. And I, I just can't help but feel that Hannah was failed by, you know, the wrestling industry, failed by her employers. I mean, these people in charge who are supposed to be looking after these vulnerable young people, and I really think companies like Bushiroi, all companies in these industries for that matter, they need to have structured support systems in place to try to stop things like this from happening. And, you know, so of course we should be, uh, try to be kinder to each other online. You know, you never know what effect your nasty words might have on someone who's already having a shit time. I, I'm guilty of doing it too, Damon, but I think focusing on cyberbullying is it's deflecting away from the heart of the matter. I, I think here the problem's much, much deeper than that these young celebrities I think they need to be protected and, and supported but they're being systematically failed by the people in charge who, who profit from them the most um, what were your thoughts on the matter well one um, it was gut wrenching to, to, to read um, as a matter of fact the day I think it was the afternoon before I was getting messages asking if I knew anyone who was over there because they knew I wouldn't have seen them, but apparently she was posting some pretty terrible things online, self-harm posts. And people were very worried at that point. Um, And then I got word that, you know, people had reached out to, to other people that were in Japan to see if they could, you know, contact her. So I kind of put it aside at that point. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I knew anybody that would be able to help to be very truthful in that matter, but you know, I, I kind of put it aside and then um, to wake up and learn uh, what happened in those hours is gut-wrenching. 22 years old? That's, you know, you, know, you, you Take the, the the pro wrestling element out of it. Twenty two years old. I mean, you're. I, I. You don't even know what you can can accomplish at twenty two years old. You don't even know what life will and the joys of it will bring you, and the heartbreak and the the sorrow. And but that's you know that's what life is. All of it. Um, and to not and to, to and to have that taken away is um. It's it's heart it, it's it's just gut wrenching, heartbreaking. Um, I agree with you in a, a lot of sense. I don't. I'm not familiar with a lot of the pop culture, um, and and what these these 
you know, let's be honest here with these young men and young women have to go through. Um, and it, it, if it's, if it's anything like it is in the States, you know, that you, you see that in this just, they just churn out these kids for profit. Um, and this is not a knock on, on, on that, that cult, you know, it's, you know, it's it's with everywhere. I mean, you see it in youth hockey for crying out loud. You know how they just take these kids and it's just hockey, 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 and then more hockey. You know, these kids aren't even out of high school yet. And why? Just to to make it big. Um, I will say this. I I wish, and I can only speak from my experiences. I, I I I think my issues have been well documented um, here on this show, and it's no secret that I'm I stay away as much as possible from social media because it's just not a place that's helpful in any way whatsoever. If you know you're struggling, um, I would plead. There's the benefits of social media are are minuscule compared to the stress and the anxiety and the worry and the anger and the frustration that it also brings. And I I don't know I I don't know how you 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 check that and I don't know how you regulate. That's got to be a self check. But you got to know yourself at least enough to know that this is not a place that's going to to make you feel better. It rarely is. Um, and I but just, that's what I mean when I say I, I think there should be those support structures in place. So when uh, you know, for example, a company like Stardom are uh, signing these talented young wrestlers, that is part of you know whatever emotional support program that they they've got going you know they've got someone dealing with the social media stuff or at least prepping people and giving them strategy just, just little things like that to try to minimize or, or deal with the effects like that do you know what i'm saying yes i do absolutely but let's keep in mind this is pro wrestling i don't i don't even think new japan has something like that where they have a social media advisor it's usually somebody tweets something ridiculously stupid and they get their ass hauled into the office be like, don't fucking say that anymore. All right, sorry. I'll delete the tweet. And that's it. There's like nobody coaching them. I mean, the NHL has that. The NFL has that. That's why like player tweets are a lot of times very bland and vanilla and you're not getting much out of it. And you could tell somebody else is running the account for, for crying out loud. Um, there's, yeah, there's... so my, my point being that if you you then take all the issues with that and then add all the emotional baggage and strain that comes with being a, a, a young Joshi wrestler um, in the public eye, you know, especially going on reality TV, that yeah, yeah, I agree. I th- that would be perfect. That would be that would be ideal, wouldn't it? What's the likelihood of that happening, though, Joel? Not very. I just you know I saw. Is it Rossi, his comments, you know, he was very quick to point the finger at cyberbullying, which obviously played its part. But again, it just seems to be um, passing the buck, really, where I, I think there should be more support systems in place. 
That's just. I would love it. I would, and I would you know what I would love in the United States. I would love mental health support systems. Period. <laughs> right. That weren't trillions of dollars in cost. Right. Uh, that would be wonderful too. Um, I would love that. It's it. I you know what they're. The, you're not going to change people's actions online. I think that is going to be the that that is the longest shot in this. Yes, like, exactly. To, and I think if you are in the 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 state of mind where strangers saying, you know, admittedly really awful, terrible things to you on the internet, but if if you are in a place psychologically where strangers sending you messages like that are going to lead to you doing awful things to yourself then something really bad has has something's gone wrong there before this the social media the cyberbullying even came into play do you see what i mean i do i definitely do i definitely do and i and i and i would and i would lean heavily in in, in agreement on that um yeah i mean listen i'm i'm a dope sitting in my office doing a, doing a new japan processing podcast i don't know if i have the answer to that um, but I do know that, and I don't want to just sit here and say, something has to be done and bang my fist on the fucking table. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you have enough resources to put them in the spotlight and to make them a focal point and to, 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 to make them a target, I guess. Then you have enough resources to support them when the shit hits the fan, and I think that's what you're saying. Um, yeah, and I and I and I would agree with that 100. Whether that's you know idol uh, culture, whether that's pro wrestling, whether that's youth sports, whether that's whatever. If you have the resources to make them a star, then you have the resources to support them when issues like this arise. Um, and I would agree with that 100. percent and, and, and be proactive, not reactive. Yeah. You know, yeah. try and have that that foundation there, so that if things like this do happen, then your you know employees are equipped to to deal with it, and you know they know who to talk to, who to turn to when these kinds of things happen. Yeah, and 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 and, to, and for them to even th- at least think of that, right? To have that in their conversation of okay, so what? Because it's not 1976 where we're just trotting out, you know kids to sing and okay whatever happens I'm it's you know I, I hope we lived in a different time um no listen I Joel, I agree if you have the resources to be able to make them a star in this day with what these young adults and in in a lot of cases kids have to deal with um they didn't have to deal yeah, with this often like with, with Joshi that often start working there in the public eye they're becoming stars you know when they're in Teenage. their teens aren't yeah. they i mean we've got yeah. i i i've just names off the top of my head like starlight kid and azumi people like that you know they barely yeah. in their they haven't even reached the age of 20 yet before they're having you know everyone looking at them and you know, skeezy old men in the crowds lecturing off them you know it's just yeah, it's I mean, and just—I mean, just the idea of okay, I have a match, and now I'm going to go check my messages, and you know, I'm getting all these fucking direct messages saying how my match sucked or whatever. You know, that can't be too great. 
I mean, we do a podcast and kind of <laughs> do that, but part of the problem. Uh, but no, I, I, I think that's really the the. And I agree with you, man. I, I if you, again, I hate to beat the dead horse, but if you have the resources to make someone a star, you should have the resources to help them navigate the waters of something like this, so that this doesn't happen. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I see, I just can't get out of my head. Twenty two, twenty two is is a, is a just that's just. It's just a crying shame, man. It's just a crying shame how... Uh. And it, here's the problem, too. Let's let's also... Let's not discount. This happens everywhere, right? I mean, this happens in all walks of life. And she could have been a, a plumber, you know? She could have been uh, a, a cab driver. She could have been a... Uh, uh, you know, what working in a shop and going through it. So, yeah, just awful all the way around. It was just a terrible. Just a, it felt like the minute we stopped recording, it, it, more shit had just happened and happened, and it was just like, oh god damn it, terrible news. So again, if you're, I, I feel, I, I feel terrible for, because we have listeners that are just passionate on that scene. Whether it be stardom or wave or, I feel sorry for them. I feel sorry for. I feel sorry for all of pro wrestling. I feel sorry for her family. Just a fucking horrible scenario, man. Terrible scenario. Also, I'd say, you know, mental health problems are real. They're more common than you think. I think we're all dealing with shit in some form or another and we don't shy away from talking about them on this podcast for sure Damon so I urge any listeners who are having a hard time to reach out to someone friend relative or uh, if you're in the UK you can call Samaritans on 116123 or email joe jo at samaritans.org or if you're in the, the states for the National Suicide Prevention Line you can call 1-800-273-8255 yeah good job by you Joel for having those numbers right on hand um yeah, do that. I mean, if if anything comes of this, hopefully it's just uh it gets more people reminding others that uh there are people that are even if you feel like you're alone and even if you feel like you're uh got nowhere to turn, you do. You do. Um just a phone call away. And um but let's 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 turn that around, right? Let's uh, at least reach out and, and know that someone, friend, family, or that phone number um, is there for you, All right? Yeah, so that capped off a, a really upsetting week in wrestling after the Larry Zonka and Shag Gaspard news. So let's try to put some smiles on faces, Damon. I saw a challenge on Twitter to ruin a wrestler by changing one letter of their name. Did you see that? I saw that you put the call out for that. I did not see the responses, though. All right, so I've made a list. Uh, here are some of my favorites. So for the LIJ faction, we've got Canada, uh, Sushi. <laughs> well, there's already Tizian. Sushi in all Japan, though. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, another option was Dushi from PD Backman. I like that one. Titsia Naito. Lots of people came with that one. Uh, Emil. 
That was the Arctic Mark. I like that one. Uh, Shango Takagi. And then instead of Bullet Club, we got Ballet Club from Cola Blue 3 with Jay Shite, Mangamoa, <laughs> Kunta, Tamatoga. That was uh, AJ Scherer. Taiji Fishimori. Bad Cuck Farley. That was Andrew Rich with that one. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Ed Fantasmo <laughs> from Daryl Sato. I just like the about Ed Fantasmo really tickled me. Um, Pedo from Baron... Oh. Baroness Kessler, that is a ghetto, but you just change it to a P. Sure. Judo, Ishan Kana 4, so came on that one. Chafe Owens, that was also Baroness Kessler. And then the Chaos Faction, Cola Blue 3 has changed that into Chats. That's <laughs> by replacing the O with a T. Uh, where we've got Kazuchika Okaka, that's cool. from Raddad8888. Hiroki Toto, uh, instead of Show, we've got Shy, that's from Kuni Saito. And instead of Yo, we've got ROH from Hutopja. <laughs> Uh, we've got Jockey Romero from A. Craig 2031 Tori Yano from Ben Hallahan Sad Mikey Nichols <laughs> Robbie Bagels <laughs> That's for Adamus uh, Tomohiro Fishii And then it says Suzuki Goon We've got Suzuki Fun That was also oh. Polar Blue 3 uh, headed by Minor Suzuki, that was El Hijo Del Taco Yak Sabre Jr. That was also Cola Blue uh, Doody Jeff Fox writer and Miho Ape from Too Real For You uh, some others here Ryu P Kola Ibushi Dolt Cabana that was Bad Dream Jeff uh, who also came up with Jeff Combe Blip Gordon uh, I've got Farty Skull Juice Bobinson that was uh, Oz Opinionist Dave Pinley Yogi Makabe that was Commando Wraith Tiger Musk John Foxley that was also Cola Blue Jenny Omega from Aces of Ring Vienne <laughs> BJ Styles Ishan Kana 4 uh, Shinsuke Snakamura mm. and uh, Bam Bam Gigolo that was Nose Penis with that one nice. Giant Baby <laughs> The Great Mutt those two were from Cola Blue as well uh, Jushin Thunder Luger Wild nice. Penises that was El Hijo Del Taco and Carl Botch so thank wow. you for all of those they, some of them really really did make me chuckle Bad 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 Cockfile <laughs> might, might be my favourite one uh, of all of them that, that, and that, you said that was Andrew? Yes, that's right. He's a fucking legend. Oh my god, what a what a what a ray of sunshine in on these cloudy days, Andrew motherfucking Rich. Ah, what a what a guy. Classic. They were some funny ones. Good job by. Uh, but it looks like he got a lot of participation. Um, Jay Shite. <laughs> that's pretty funny too. Oh, we're, we got a funny fucking crew. We got a funny fucking crew of listeners. Great job by everybody. All right, that did it worked, Joe. Put a little smile on my face. I like that. Let's keep it. Let's keep it going. Okay, uh, so bit of good news coming up from Japan. Um, the state of emergency in Tokyo is over for now. The guidelines for pro sports say that from June nineteenth, you can have empty arena shows. So this is just guidelines. Like it wasn't illegal to have empty arena shows, but they they, uh, they weren't. They they couldn't like ban it from happening, basically. But now this is just their advice. So you can have empty arena shows from June nineteenth. From July tenth, you can have fifty percent capacity shows up to five thousand fans. And then from August first, you can have fifty percent of the maximum capacity of any given venue. So. Thinking about what this means for New Japan, I mean, New Japan kind of drew the line in the sands and they wanted to, uh, you know, their, their social responsibility as one of the industry leaders to do the right thing and uh, err on the side of caution. So I don't expect them to be rushing back into having um, 
shows with fans in them. I think they will probably be one of the last companies to do that. And I expect they will follow the guidelines that um, Harold Mesa out in that video that we discussed last time. So there will be a few empty arena shows from the dojo or maybe even Korakuen Hall and maybe even some from the LA dojo because they've got a lot of wrestlers there. And then, um, you know, maybe in the next month or so we might start seeing fans coming back to shows. And, and, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, well, you know, why are they doing the empty arena shows? They should just wait until they can have fans. I'm starting to accept at this point that the empty arena shows are a necessity you can't just go from nothing to having fans back even if you do wait long enough because i mean there are many reasons for that like like i said to be cautious to be safe uh testing out logistics of being able to run a show safely you know dis- disinfecting all that stuff and any other option would be a waste of money at this point because if you are running uh, a show in a venue with fans you need to hire the arena to start with you've got to pay all the temp staff you've got to pay for security transport hotels for the wrestlers and none of that will be covered by uh, the gate money if you're only having you know 50 percent of the fans there so uh, like i said we might get some empty coracoins because um even when new japan were running their the last few shows like on the i think it was the nakanishi retirement leg they were following all the safety procedures that are in place now and um I, I imagine New Japan get a pretty good deal on rental fees given the the frequency with which there. they use yeah. that venue. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this, Damon? Well, I mean, let's let's skim the surface first, and then we'll dig deeper. I'm 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 thrilled. It, it's 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 a first and and even second step into getting New Japan Pro Wrestling back into our lives. Um, I'm doing it in a responsible fashion and doing it um, in a way that benefits not only the fan base, but also the, the staff and the, and the, and the workers themselves. Um, I, again, everybody would love to see this massive comeback, this big show and uh, where everybody's got their working boots on and they've had three months of rest and uh, they're just pining and, and raring to go. Um, but I think everybody needs to have that little bit of warm-up. I mean, you're right. There, there, There's new procedure. Pro wrestling's going to look a little bit differently from a live um, event perspective. And I think a, a lot of events will will look a little different. Um, with new procedures and new protocols that need to be followed, so um, they're going to try it out first, and I think that's that's okay, that's good, right? Um, let's let's make sure we get it right when we're at full capacity. Let's not make you know, let's make sure we're not making any mistakes at that point. Um, but and and everybody's going to have new uh, new ways of doing business, whether it's the, you know, how are the broadcasters going to work? How are, uh, how, how, how big of a crew is needed? Um, the setup, the, the, the actual arena staff, how many people are, 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 are selling beers and hot dogs. That's important. (laughs) We need to know this. Um, ticket takers, uh, we're taking temperature, all those things that we've talked about for, Weeks and months. Well, now we're going to actually hap- ha- happen to to um, implement. I like the idea of warming up the wrestlers a little bit too. 
Uh, I, I mean, can you imagine a big show like that? You know, where wherever, uh, jumping right into the, the the fire, a big show, and then, who was it? Was it was it uh, Phantasmo who sent out that tweet of that first flat back bump? I'm gonna be dead or something like that. I'm not getting up. I'm just yeah. taking a three count. Um, yeah. Which is true. I mean, they're we're hoping that they, they have everybody has done the right thing of staying in shape. Doing what they can on workouts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But I got news for you: there ain't nothing that's replicating a fucking back bump, you know, from the top rope, right? That's gonna that's gonna take all the wind out of your lungs. There's nothing that's rep. You know, it's, they're not at home practicing, you know, German suplexes on their uh, on their gigantic teddy bear. We're hoping that they're hitting the weights, they're hitting it, the, they're running. Doing their their uh, body weight training, if possible, but in ring, taking bumps, uh, three months we're looking at right of not doing that, and the body kind of gets used to. And now add, uh, I'll just have one extra beer. Ah, uh, I'll just have a couple more chips or crisps, or I'll just have an, uh, you know another slice of cake because eh, who knows when we're coming back. Okay, well, that adds up. So uh, again, we're hoping that they were, were diligent. Maybe a little relaxing sometimes. I'm sure, it's stressful, but they need time to get back into uh, ring shape. And those practice, uh, practice—I don't want to call it that. Those uh, empty arena shows that they'll have a couple of—that'll be—that'll uh, be used for that for sure. So what do you think a dojo show might look like? Like what kind of matches would we expect to see on that? Well, from a Japanese perspective. We right, still yeah, don't... sorry. I, I should mention we would. I, I think Zack Sabre Jr. is the only uh, foreign wrestler who is in Japan at the moment. So it would be all domestic, all Japanese wrestlers plus Zack, you imagine, yeah? Right, right. So, um, I mean, I don't, you're not going to see... I wouldn't. I can't imagine seeing major matches empty. Um, you would assume that big matches are going to be held off for at least half capacity arenas. Right? Um, you're not going to give away uh, like Hiromu and Naito on a, on a on a empty arena show. I, I can't imagine that happening. So uh, I think you'll have maybe you know in, in the U.S. anyway. I mean, well, Moxley can't work in the U.S., can he? No. Yeah, I don't know. On that topic, Damon, there was a bit of scuttlebutt about maybe opening that forbidden door. There, you know, there's been a lot of chatter. Uh, from the Bullet Club guys, that maybe there's going to be some sort of uh, angle involving the all, all these Bullet Club wrestlers who are stranded in the states, maybe running a little angle with AEW, saying you know just to give them something to do. Do you think that you know this coronavirus thing and the travel restrictions in place may have opened that forbidden door? That's I mean, you would hope you would hope that you know everybody's in the same predicament in a, in a, in a large degree, uh, and there would be some brotherhood there, right? We're all family, as Jim Ross 
reminded us many times during that AEW event. Um, I don't see it happening, though. I would be shocked if it happened. But stranger things have happened. I don't see it happening, though. I think, again, you'll see the, the dojo shows. You'll see Bullet Club members in there. I think Jay White is in the U.S. Um, so you you a very good possibility you would see him on U.S. shows. Um, but yeah, but the, it's the travel restrictions. You know, you're not going to see a lot of. Was it 14 day quarantine? Did they still have Japan? I think certain countries are not actually allowed to enter the country at the period. moment. Period. Right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, until that's done, you're going to see, you know, I don't want to say a limited roster, but you're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot of tags. And you might, you might, might see uh, maybe a tag defense, tag title defense. I mean, keep in mind, it is Tanahashi. Yeah, see, I think they would, wouldn't they want to save that for when they got fans back? I think so too, but maybe you know, maybe not against somebody big, you know, um, you know, something like I don't know, Nagata and Tenzan or something. I don't know, or Tenzan and Kojima or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think you're, you'll see a lot of multi-man tags and a lot of uh, young lion matches and and stuff like that, just just to just to warm up the pot a little bit and. Again, maybe just something to throw a bone at people, something along the lines of that. Or maybe like a um Can we do a never title defense? Would you would you go that far? I would. I would use the empty arena dojo stuff as a kind of like a, a road to tour. So you can't you're right. building up your new storylines. I wouldn't have any title defenses in the dojo, no, but I would be building up those stories. So have you know, like Zach and Taichi opposite Tanahashi and Ibushi in the big, you know, ten man tag matches, and then aiming for when you do eventually get fans back, even if it, you know you're just going to get a thousand people into Korakuen, it would I think it would be a really cool main event for that first show when you got some fans back to put on a tag title defense, uh, Tanahashi Ibushi versus Zack and Taichi as your main event, and yeah, maybe you throw in a, a never title defense in the same show I think you know that could be a good co-main event you know Shugo yeah. defending against Hinare or someone like that yep the, the wait is here, Hinare there I don't think he is no I, you know I, I think know. Hinare's in New Zealand I think no wasn't he in Thailand first like when the, when this all yeah, first was it was at one point yeah yeah I think it's funny that we're tracking Hinare <laughs> where's Hinare then um, here's what here's something good though that came out of this, Mr. Joel Abraham, is we do have the opportunity. Now, again, we're going to use these dojo shows and these empty arena shows, and and I think the best use of them is going to be refreshing people's memories. Again, we've we've had we're going to have three months without this, and I think even for people who are passionate followers of this product, we all kind of need a little. Oh yeah, that that's where we left off, and oh yeah, this is this is happening because there was a little, some changes that were going down in the beginning of the year, so it would be good to kind of get refresh that right. But we also have the opportunity here, and New Japan has the opportunity here to re reevaluate where they were going. Right, we we do have options to kind of mix things up a little bit, change things up a little bit. 
uh, and hit a reset button when normally in March, April, and May, and June, you don't have that opportunity. It's, it's you know, you're barring injuries. It's full steam fucking ahead, the G1. Um, so you do have that opportunity to say, okay, do we want to hit a reset on this program? Do we want to, do we feel like this is not going to work out, in, you know, in hindsight um, on this program? Um, you do have that flexibility that you didn't have before when it comes to booking New Japan. Um, the other thing is this. When we come back, and it, and it feels like we're coming back July, August. I hate to bring up a letter and a number. So is that when you say July, August, you mean shows with fans? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or empty arena? Yeah. Well, I mean... August, I, I would say by August, we're looking at fans, right? Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would expect so. Right. Um, and again, we don't know which which course this fucking virus is going to take, and it all depends on that. Let's let you know. Uh, I, I would hope we would not have more flare ups and everything's under control. But in an ideal scenario, we're looking at late July, August, people starting to congregate inside buildings specifically for New Japan Pro Wrestling. We are in G1. We are in G1 season. Now, I know that we were going to move it because of the Olympics this year, but we're in G1 season, traditionally. Are we doing that, Joel? Are we hopping right into G1? And and I know that it was, it's been floated about, and I know we talked a little bit about it last week, but I think I got a little bit more warmed up to it. The idea of uh, running in tandem G1 and Best of the Super Juniors. That's yeah, a that lot. was something that Hi- Hiromu mentioned, isn't it? He said he had a quote, the wild idea of holding a junior and heavy festival at the same time to hold Best of Super Juniors and G1 at the same time in October with each tournament final taking place on the final day. Uh, I, I don't know what that would look like. Would that be... Each show has five best of Super Juniors tournament matches and five G1 matches because I just think it would be too much. I think you do one or the other. And to answer your question, yeah, I think you do the G1. Why not? Even if it's just half capacity, you've got the venues booked. You're allowed to run. If it's safe, if it's healthy to do so, I think the timing lines up quite nicely for that. I do too. I do too. Imagine coming back for fucking... G1. Imagine, imagine, imagine that drop being dropped right in, right on in. That's pretty great. It's almost like a start of a season, isn't it? It's, it's uh, right. I, and I wonder actually if you could use that Hokkaido tour and try and sort of squeeze the best of the Super Juniors in there somehow. But or, or I don't know if they might just you know hand wave best of the Super Juniors at this point rather than mess up the booking plans that they already have yeah again I'm, I'm hoping by that point travel restrictions are eased because you're going to have to bring in people for both for both but imagine that imagine imagine sitting outside in your backyard turning on some fucking G1 along with hockey return along with Football return, premiere, 
along with basketball return, along with the start of an NFL season, or at least training camps. This potentially, Joel, has uh, the greatest summer ever (laughs) written all over it. You know that. Between everything opening up and everything, the restrictions being lifted, people are raring to go. I know you've seen pictures of of people just raring to go, not being responsible And I, when I say that, but raring to go. This might be the greatest summer in the history of summers. This might be, again, we might, we, it might, we might be going back to Roman orgies. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way the, the tone of this podcast, even within shows and between shows, just lurches from like abject misery to unbridled optimism at the drop of a hat. It's, because, it's so because but that's my life, quite honestly. That's, that's literally, this podcast is a direct reflection of my mindset on a daily basis. Uh, you know what I really miss? I miss. Ah, uh, never mind. I'm not going to tell you what I really miss. <laughs> I miss a lot of things. Ah, uh, I miss. I'm curious now. Maybe you text it to me. <laughs> I don't know what you were going to say. No, I'll text. All right. You well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I've got some th- three questions I'm going to lump together. Okay. Um, there's stuff that we've sort of skirted around. So Shane says, what would your ideal 2020 NJPW calendar look like after the restart? Raya says, could you see New Japan running the best of the Super Juniors, even a version with fewer participants across July, August to fill the G1 void left by rearranging the calendar to accommodate the Olympics? And Andrew says, with potential for show soonish, do you think New Japan can still fit in the G1 this year and in what sort of format? So just, just mush all those together, Damon, and you give me your vision of what... New Japan looks like for the rest of this calendar year? I say summer G1. We, we run G1 like we ran it before. Um, so that, that change up to the autumn months might be uh, scrapped. We'll do that next year when the Olympics run. Um, so it's G1. Best of the Super Juniors, You can. I feel like you can. It might be condensed. Uh but it's everything that you would see normally in a. In a I think you scrap World Tag League. If you're gonna if you're gonna trash one of them, that's the one you that's the one you're trashing. You don't have enough time for World Tag League. I'm gonna be honest with you. And it's it's gotten to be the point where it's aside from the finals. Yes, there are good matches. In, in this year, if you're gonna if you're gonna fucking throw one in the bin, it's World Tag League. So you do G one. Somehow you're you're fitting in that best of the super juniors in there, and then it's and then you're off. You're you, it's it's what you got maybe one or two big shows. Uh, after that, maybe sticking another one in in lieu of uh, World Tagley. Maybe you do best of the super juniors in Dece- you know in December. That's what I was going to say because I'm just thinking the venues are already booked, right? And with the state of the world as it is, you're not going to be getting any foreigners coming over for best of the super juniors, so it's going to be like a pared down version of it. Right. So you could either run this smaller best of the super juniors with the Japanese wrestlers that you've got uh, in these in place of this Hokkaido tour using the Hokkaido venues, uh, or you wait till December, use the World Tag League tour venues and then you've also got a chance of maybe getting some foreign wrestlers back at that point so i would just think if they have all those g1 venues booked for october then they're going to stick with that because you got to think of the you know the quality of matches they will be 
putting out there, then that's going to kind of match up with the attendances they're looking to get, or, or at least you know fifty percent of that attendance, whatever the restrictions are at that point. So, uh, yeah, those are a couple of options there. I, and I think that the, the travel will, will. Okay, let's just say that it, that we're we're in November or October, and we still haven't had the lifting of the quarantining. You still need to quarantine, or whatever the case may be. Uh, I think you'll have enough time to at least plan to bring in people that you really wanted to bring in. So if that's if that's a Ryu Lee or if that's a um, I don't know, I'm just fucking spitballing names. If that's ACH, um, to to be brought in, you you're gonna have time, right? All right, we're gonna put you on the tour. We're gonna pay you, but we gotta stick you in a fucking hotel room for for a week week and a half because of the you know. We got to self quarantine you to make sure, but then, you know, you're in. So they ha- they have enough time to plan for that. Um, it's not like they, it's, it's oh, I got to stick in a hotel room for 14 days. We can't. We're not going to use you. you. You can still do that. You know, you can still do it. You, you know, ex- plan for it. Um, so I, th- I I don't think I don't think by that point you're going to have as many restrictions. Number one, and then number two, even if you do have restrictions, you pick the two two guys, three guys. That you really want, put them in a hotel room for a little bit, quarantine them up, test them, and away you go. Um, all this is great. All this, all this, I love talking about this. This is this is fantastic that we're actually talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling and what what that might look like. I'm going to throw a little bit of a wet blanket on things. I'm going to ask you a question: Are they testing these guys every night? What in the future? Yeah. Um, the wrestlers every night, but the, no. Yeah, you you think you want to test them frequently? Yeah. Okay. So you're a pro wrestler. You are on you're you're on a tour. You're on a bus. You're traveling. G one. We'll use that as an example. We're coming back for G one. Uh, we know. What they put their bodies through, we know the close proximity they are to others. We know all of that, and again, this might be some of the things that they have to iron out with these empty arena shows, mind you. I know for other sports, Joel, it's they're testing every day. Every day they're tested, or at the very least, you know, every other day, something along, you know. You're traveling to hotels. You're you might might not be in contact with fans, but sounds to me like it's a breeding ground for transmission of viruses. Uh, I don't want to hear it, Damon. Okay, no, that's that's not our problem. We're just here to talk about the wrestling. <laughs> um, right. We're not virologists. Uh, we're I'm not. Just, I'm just so sick of hearing about that I stuff. I know, let, but it's let gotta the, be. It's... Let the company, let the professionals deal with that stuff. It's not. Our place to speculate about their safety protocols. It is our our place to talk about their safety protocols because yeah, it's boring. <laughs> it is boring, but 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 if you but if they don't do that, then this is all for fucking naught. You know that. I just want to. Yeah, but come wanna, on, this is this is New Japan. They've already established that they are going to do right by their employees, and they're going to take all the safety precautions necessary. They 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 have done 
all the right things are said, all the right things that make me have every confidence in them to do any kind of tour in the safest possible way. Okay. I think they've earned that that trust and goodwill from us at this point. I and I and 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 I would agree. But again, if I'm fucking Gino Gambino and I'm sitting at home, that's gotta be a question, right? I'm geared up, I'm ready to go. Okay, but what happens what happens when the tour is over and I go home? Am I bringing shit back to my family? Right? Again, it's boring. I understand it. But truth be told, it's it's such a key component of this, of this whole fucking thing getting off the ground that you can't just push it underneath a fucking rug. And, and again, I'm hoping that New Japan is going to do the right thing. And I hope they do test frequently. I hope they just test frequently. I mean, can they can they get tests? Can they get that many tests? I don't know. Okay. All right. Listen, I'll, I'll put it aside, Joel. I'll put it aside. Okay, sorry. I, I was trying to unmute myself, but then a little chat notification popped up on the screen. So oh. then I click. I tried to click unmute, and then it opened Microsoft Teams. So bloody computers. Uh, okay, uh, question there. Samuel North says, when New Japan returns with empty arena matches, how confident are you that they're going to be presented better than WWE slash AEW matches? Um, I don't, from what I've understood, the AEW ones have been presented pretty well by all accounts. I haven't watched any of them, but um, I'm hearing good things. I watched. And, I watched. I thought, I, I thought, listen, I, I can't, you're running big shows in front of no people, and they're making the most out of it. Uh, again, I don't know how people can bitch and moan about, even WWE to a certain degree, I mean, it's not my, it's not my thing. But. <laughs> so have you heard what they're doing with their, their NXT wrestlers and their developmental talent? They're making them go out there, be fans, is that what I heard? Yeah, from what I hear, standing... Non-stop for 10 hours, <laughs> pretending to be fans. Oh, look, some of them, that's all they're going to get. That's, that's, that's their TV time, right? They, 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 better, they better enjoy that. They do what they signed up for. <laughs> I say let them crash, yeah? <laughs> but, I, I mean, if, if we're just talking AEW-wise, I mean, I've enjoyed everything that I've seen. Again, I, I, the, I'm complaining about a beautiful woman who's wearing ugly shoes at this point. Um, it, it seems uh, anything that they give me, I'm, I'm taking at this point. If this were a different scenario, yeah, maybe I'd be a little bit more critical. But I think what they've put out has been fine at 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 worst, and some of it I've really enjoyed. It, even some of the goofiness uh, that I would normally hand wave, I, I like that fucking stampede match. That was that was just crazy, wacky pro wrestling, but. I'm not gonna lie, I dug it. I I I had no problem with it. I had zero problem with it. The horse running through the fucking stadium? Come on. Sammy Guevara getting run over by a fucking horse. And then what weeks before it was a fucking golf cart. You see that bump he took? No, I, I didn't watch it. All I will say is this it, the New Japan stuff, it's gonna be a camera inside the dojo, so don't expect yeah, yeah, too yeah. much. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, we're not. I don't think we're going to have uh, a super dramatic uh, cinematic pro wrestling from from out of New Japan. At least I hope not. But yeah, I mean, 
I've I've enjoyed what I've seen from AEW. I actually have. I, I think they've they've made the most of uh, out of an absolutely horrible situation. Question from uh, the Broken Poet One Bash: uh, Do you think it's time New Japan should have their own venue slash setup to run shows if a health pandemic happens again? But also have it at dojo. How will half capacity venues affect profits? And do you think many job losses uh, and pe- people will have disposable income to go to live shows in the future, either domestic? In Japan or foreign like US or UK, given Japan is pumping billions into getting tourism back with incentives like half of flights being paid for, amongst other what? incentives yet to be stated, to get tourists to come since they've lost the Olympics this year, do you see many foreign fans taking the risk to travel for Wrestle Kingdom at this reduced rate, or do you think foreign fans will decline to come this year, even with cheap travel incentives in place? Okay, I'll tell you flat out. If there's travel incentives, I'll fucking go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if I can get a travel incentive, I'll fucking go. Uh, as of right now, there's no way I'm going. I don't, I don't know about you, but I, there's no way. Yeah, I, it's it's off the table for now. Yeah, it's off the table for now. Um, so is London, FYI. You know, I don't even know if they're going to have a concert, but even as of right now, London's off the table. As a matter of fact, Good. Uh, London's shit. What's that? I say good because London's shit. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, what was the question again, Joel? I'm sorry. Uh, I think the gist of it was, will foreign fans want to travel to Wrestle Kingdom? And I think probably far, far fewer than yeah. did this year. Yeah, if, if my crew is a barometer, it's going to be much lower, number one. Number two... Um, it, look, in the states, we're dealing with twenty percent unemployment rate. It's 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 madness. We have rates lower than our Great Depression in the twenties of unemployment. Um, we have a little bit better infrastructure than we did in the twenties uh, when it comes to taking care of those people, but it's certainly by no means great. Um, there's that that disposable income is. You know, people are worried about paying their fucking mortgages and rents and car payments and shit. New Japan Pro Wrestling is not on the on their radar on that expense sheet. Yeah, it's it's going to be, ex- especially from a U.S. perspective, it's going to be it's going to be tough sledding. It's going to be tough sledding. That's for sure. Um, Japan, I, I I can't speak of. I don't think they have had near the unemployment rate that we've had here, but. We we got hit hard when it came to that. Jobs were just lost, you know. Um, you know, you figure everything that was shut down. They're they're, they're not paying those people. You know, you, if you worked at a restaurant, if you worked as a bartender, if you worked at as you know in the service industry, in the hotels, in travel, in just everything, twenty percent. So. Uh, it's it's gonna be tough. Let's, I'll just say that it's gonna be tough. But what is it? Help me out here. What, what, J- Japan's got what now? What are they doing? They're giving out incentives to, for people to come. Yeah, I saw some advertisement saying that they would pay up to half of the travel fees to encourage tourists to come. Okay. Uh, some some send us send us a link to that. You somebody. Uh, I would be curious as to see what what that involved. Joel, if they're paying half, you going? 
I don't know. There's just a whole host of things for me personally to be thinking about. Like, I don't know where I'm going to be at that point. I don't know if I'll be allowed back in China at that point. Will I still have my job at that point? Uh, so it's just too far ahead in the future for me to think about that. Uh, you know, all being well, if I am back in China and still gainfully employed, then um, the Japan tourism industry paying half of my flight is not really going to be that much of a deal breaker for me, given that it's only like a three hour flight from Chaman and it's not that expensive. So right. uh, it's more the you know, the expensive part of Japan for me is not the flights, it's, you know, the hotels and all the delicious food that I'm going to eat. And uh, the fact that I'll have a, a little baby in tow as well. So those are the bigger considerations for me rather than the, the travel costs, to be honest. Uh, you can't get a boys weekend out of her, huh? You can't get it. You can't get. <laughs> can't, just, <laughs> no, can't we've, get we've argued about this a lot. She she seems to think uh, Wrestle Kingdom. She's like, no, you take Esther to Tokyo Dome because I'm going shopping. <laughs> you know, well, you're at wrestling. I'm shopping. That's the deal. No, that is <laughs> not the deal. Not, not going to take the baby with not, I just I'm being. I love that little child with all my heart. Ain't no fucking way she's going to sit through six hours of Wrestle Kingdom. That ain't happening. Um. All right. Well, listen. We'll work on her. We'll get some. You know. We'll work on it. I want to check out more of that that tourism thing, though. That, at least that's uh, something. Something. All right. Uh, what else we got? We got a. Uh, this is going to be a shorter show, I'm sure. Um, we both have uh, obligations, yes. but uh, yeah. What else we got? Okay. Other news story was Noah Star uh, Kaito Kiyomiya said in a recent interview, and I quote: "This is my wish. I don't know what will happen. I don't know how far it will go, but I want to experience the Rainmaker." So he is interested in a match with Okada. Do you think there is any fire to this smoke? Could be. I think a lot of these promotions who haven't been running shows and are looking and scrounging for a way for these wrestlers to to make a buck or two. They're all going to be they're all going to be putting out those feelers of yeah, I'll take a rainmaker too. Sure, I'd like to feel one too. Can I have one? You know, <laughs> everybody's going to be in line to fucking get whacked with a rainmaker because that's where the money is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I th- I, I think uh, let's put it this way: New Japan will have if they want anybody, it's going to be hard for people to say no. Um, it's real. It's 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 all. New Japan saying, okay, we'll take you, we'll take you, we'll take you, we'll take you. Um, now, with that being said, do I'm not a guy that's that's like uh, I want you to cherry pick every other wrestling promotion stars because I think, again, the idea of having the more promotions and everybody doing well is, is better in the long run than having one just gigantic monopoly promotion. We've seen how that works. Um, with that being said, though, it is a different time where people need to get fucking paid. Um, and, uh, and I hate to say it, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but, uh, you know, a 800 house at Corican isn't going to pay the fucking bills when they come back. So everybody's looking for that extra, extra money. So I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of that, some of that. I don't know. I don't know in what capacity, but I, I truly believe that we'll see a lot more of uh, those people who don't necessarily have any contractual obligations reach, reaching out and, and, and having those type of matches that'll help promotions survive this. 
Yeah, and it adds a bit of fuel to those people who think that there might be some cross-promotional super show at some point to celebrate the, the return of pro wrestling uh, with fans in Japan. And I wonder, politically, you know, there's, there's obviously squabbles that come up when you talk about a star of this company going against a star of another company, and you end up with multi-man tags. Do you think Noah would... I, okay, well, let's make it clear. If we do have... Hypothetically, on Okada versus Kiyomiya match, Okada's not losing that one, right? Would Correct. Noah allow Kiyomiya to get pins, which I don't think would hurt him because he's not the champion anymore. Uh, Go Shizaki's the champion, so he's still, you know, one of the, the biggest stars in their company. Do you think they would be okay with him having a, a competitive match, but then losing to Okada in the end? And you know, maybe I will make a conspiracy theory out of this: the fact that they took the uh, the GHC title off of him, and uh, All Japan took the uh, Triple Crown title off of uh, Kento Miyahara and put it on Suwama. Uh, maybe they're lining up Kiyomiya and um, Kento to uh, Kento, sorry, to get pinned by <laughs> the New Japan stars in a big cross promotional <laughs> welcome back show. <laughs> welcome back, you're dead. Um, I think they would if the, if the money were right, and and it's not going to be that difficult to make that money right. And it's not going to be this wild, crazy f- figure that you know. If it were, you know, both, both promotions were were fighting for the top spot. Um, again, him eating a pin is that really going to do that much damage to Noah's fan base? Um, I mean, I could see I, it annoying a lot of them, but okay, <laughs> would well, it hurt Kiyomiya's star got, power? I would not yeah. at all. I think it would help him. You know, if he right. has a really a great match with Okada and you know is competitive and maybe comes close to winning then more eyeballs good yep more eyeballs on him uh hopefully that will will then make it more eyeballs on the Noah product um and again if the money's right if if it's at a house that you know Noah's not sniffing at um on their own and they're getting a cut of that and in yeah, I think they I mean again, it's not money talks. And if there was a, if there was a way to, for Noah to bring in some extra revenue, uh I think they they would sacrifice one again, is he and he's not losing to fucking, you know, bad luck Fale. He's not losing to uh, you know, Mikey Nichols. He's losing to fucking, you know, the the Maybe not the top guy right now. If you want to say Naito has the title, he's the top guy. But I, mean, I think he's still the ace, isn't he? Right, right. I mean, I mean, I think so too. So, but again, you're losing to him. You're not losing to some fucking bottom feeder. Um, I think it's, a, I think it's a pin that you're willing to take. You're not lose. Let's put it this way: Noah's not losing any ground by eating a pin from Okada. Right? They're not. Okay, uh, well, let's dig into some questions then. Uh, I am going to go to the Discord first. Uh, Nehek says, the G1 Takeyama Sasaki match ruled. What other Takeyama matches can I seek out for more of the same? Oh, I mean, that whole era, it's, it, that's, that's his style. I, mean, I wish I could say that there was a, there was some uh, nuance to his performances. That's it. That's what you got. Um, I told you I went on a little bit of a, you know, a journey. YouTube journey, just reliving some of those matches. Um, I mean, 
I hate to be the guy that's like, if you haven't seen the Bob Sap, or the, well, even the Bob Sap is pretty interesting one. Um, I'll get back to you on on my favorite Takayama match. How about that? Um, I think there, there's stuff, if I'm not mistaken, like he was one of these guys that felt like he was all over the place too. Noah and um, all Japan, it felt like he it felt like he was everywhere. Um, oh, I gotta think, what would be my favorite Takayama match? Hmm. Let me get back to you on that because I have a couple of that I'm trying to think of dates, and I and I'm sleepy, fucking tired. <laughs> I can't remember dates. I'll get back to you, but I, and I promise There's- I will. Okay, there's a question here about uh, if Drew, La- Drew Gulak were to come to New Japan, what would you do with him? But from what I understand, he's re-signed with the Fed, so he can eat shit. I'm <laughs> not going to answer that question. Uh, Mark says, what do you guys miss most about New Japan slash real wrestling? I miss going to shows, to be honest. I miss hanging out with my friends. <laughs> I miss having a couple beers and watching a show. Um, I miss the sound of the ring. I miss uh, the the thing I was going to tell you before that I miss. You know what I miss the most? I miss the sounds and the smells and the physical contact of other people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That's what I miss the most. I miss having a good fucking laugh. And putting your arms around your 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 friends, and just fucking rip roaring laughing at something, I miss that more than anything else when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, I miss having that. I miss looking forward to a show. I miss that. That, that miss was going to be my one. Having something to be excited about. Seeing those match yeah. announcements come out on the Monday afternoon, seeing them pop up on the website and then, you know, that little buzz of excitement. Like, oh, can't wait to see that one. That's what I miss. Yeah. Have, not having I miss, anything to look forward to. That's it. I miss anticipation. It feels like the the emotion of anticipation has been completely removed from us. Um, and I miss that feeling of anticipation. Liam says, uh, make a, Hiromu suggested doing G1 and Best of the Super Juniors at the same time. It's a bad idea. Make a 20-person tournament, 10 heavyweights, 10 juniors. Go nuts. So uh, uh, what? this is an open weight tournament in New Japan. So which yeah. 10 heavyweights and 10 juniors would you put in it? So I don't, uh, First, I will say I don't like the idea um, because I think the, that, that you're – I think in, in both w- – I think you're missing out. That ten heavyweights in New Japan. You know what I mean? Like that's. I mean, right after you get the title holders, you're who else is you know who who's getting cut? I guess is my question. Out of the ten, that's that's tough. That's that's a tough one to swallow. Um, and traditionally, the junior heavyweights are eating pins, right? Um, I mean, I guess you could change your booking philosophy that you've had for since 1972. I ain't going to do that. Um, I don't know. I just don't like it all the way. I think you're limiting yourself a lot by doing something like that. I need time to think about that. I need to have a look at the rosters and 
do the question justice. So I'm going to uh, stick a pin in that one for now. Uh, United Away says, question for Damon. After watching the Tanahashi versus Charlie Haas 2011 East Coast Invasion match on their New York date, my interest has been peaked about it being New Japan's first American shows ever. Did you attend any? Thank you, darling. Oh, my, Manny's just brought me... Um, scones with clotted cream and jam and a cup of tea how wonderful Aww. and the baby <laughs> and the baby I see <laughs> she's giving with one hand and, and taking away with the other uh, did you attend any and or all three of the dates if so do you have any memories from them anticipation from the American fan base any memorable matches or moments etc yep I sure do um, I was at all three of them so there was one in Rahway New Jersey and if you there's a video out there uh where they do the um like f- fan like the shots of the crowd and then there's it goes to a shot of me and my liger tattoo <laughs> they took a little video of it um so if you see the video of the railway show it's uh the, the complete show i'm in that um yeah so i yeah i mean i have pictures on my wall from that show from the railway show actually of a very young shinsuke nakamura me and him, and uh, a very even younger uh, Okada, pre-TNA. Um, and I also have, what else do I have a picture of? Uh, Makabe, me and Makabe from that show. Um, it was it was great seeing all those people, because you, you never saw those people. Uh, it was in running in conjunction with Jersey All Pro Wrestling. Fat Frank was the guy who ran Jersey All Pro Wrestling, who had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, passed away. He did. Um, and I worked for him on a few shows for Jersey All Pro. Um, and he was a nice guy. And, and, and every time I would see him at like, just like hanging out as a fan, like wrestling conventions or at shows, he would recognize me and we'd always talk. Um, I do remember the shows. I remember Tanahashi and I want to say, um, Davey Richards possibly was the Philly main event. Um... Yeah, I know there were like like if you low, I, I saw the T-shirt from that fucking show. Kenny Omega was on that show, pre New Japan signing, so he was kind of doing tours at DDT. Kenny Omega was on those shows, and I remember Tanahashi. Like I remember Kenny Omega walking out into his fucking gimmick table, and he was no one was around him. He had his green tights on. Uh, n- I, when I tell you, no one was going up to Kenny fucking Omega. No one was. They probably got about. They didn't get huge crowds for a lot of these shows. None of them were sold out. Um, they ran the ECW twenty three hundred arena before it got renovated. Um, I have a I, actually. I have a picture on my mantle. My de- on my my bed. I don't even have a picture of my wife next to me. I have a picture of me, Liger, and Tiger Mask in the ring. <laughs> Sitting next to my bed. Um, they brought a whole big crew over, though. They brought over a lot of everyone. I mean, again, Makabe, Taguchi, before, you know, he was, when he was doing funky weapon shit. Uh, I'm trying to think of other names. Tiger Mask. I mean, they fucking brought over Tiger Mask. Um, Liger, Tanahashi, Okada, uh, Nakamura was on there. Um, who else was on that fucking tour? I'm, I'm actually just thinking about low key work that show. Uh, those shows. Um, Charlie House worked those shows. Uh, 
Ooh, I think I'm gonna say Davy Richards worked those shows. I could have sworn that was the main event in Philly, Tanahashi and him. Um, so yeah, it was fun. Not a lot of people. It certainly wasn't wasn't what it was now. What it is now. Um, you you were a real hardcore fan at that point if you were going to those shows. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I do have absolute memories, and I went to all three, and I had a fun time, and I think I went solo to just about every one of those shows too. I didn't go with anybody on all those shows. I just went by myself because nobody, I didn't know really anybody that would go. Uh, so all those fair weather people that are on board now. <laughs> Where were you then? Uh, so, yeah, it was good. It was fun. All right, I know you got a baby. So uh, what, what, what do you want to do? You want to do one more question? Mm. No. Um, all right. Yeah, well, I've, got, I've got 12 minutes before I need to go for a yeah. work meeting. Um, all right. Well, then so. uh, let's wrap it up then. Uh, all right. Well, just I'll do the last part of United's away question. He says, "What does it say about New Japan's growth that from 2011 to now 2020 they were booked in the railway rec centre to last year selling out Madison Square Garden with ROH, and this year having it booked again by themselves but cancelled, which was knowingly out of their hands." It's amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's it's all those I mean, fucking Fairweather fans makes you sick, doesn't it? It does make you sick. You know what I mean? But again, I think this pro, that pro wrestling is much different than than now too. I mean, across the board. I mean, I say it all the time, but I mean, just just um, uh, females alone. It's you know, you see more females at these shows than than you ever did before, and I think that's a great thing. And I think that that New Japan does a great job of of leaning into um, that fan base, um, which I think is fantastic. I don't see why anybody wouldn't do that, uh, but it is a different time, and and. Pro wrestling traditionally has peaks and valleys of, of, of popularity, and yeah, this is this is another example that that New Japan was able to ride the crest, so to speak. Be honest. When we first spoke, when Captain Crouch put you in touch with me, was there a little bit of you that was like this fucking Johnny Come Lately jumping on the bandwagon with Wrestle Kingdom Eleven? No, I mean you're but you're you were in twenties, right? I mean, what are you going to do? Take a time machine and, and sit back with me in 1987? No. Um, no. That's kind of what we've done with this classic watch long, to be fair. And, and actually, so much so that I am going back and rereading Chris Charlton's book, Alliance Pride, because I think it's going to mean more to me now than it did when I read it two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's not a bad idea, actually, to, to, to do that for everybody. Um no, I mean you. I, I, I we said it a million times, but again, I, I for me, I just needed to make sure that that you had a brain in your head, um, you can communicate, that you could, you know, and and we hit it off, and we had chemistry. I think that that was the most important thing, um, and, and and I didn't want to have somebody that was a, like had the same wrestling experiences and and likes um, as I did, because I think that's just two guys saying, yeah, that was great. Can, can get fucking boring after a while. I just like, I like the fact that you have you have di- a different background, a, you have had a different life, um, you have had different New Japan experience, and then and I think that was important to make this a little bit more of an entertaining show and to appeal to other people than oh another forty year old guy who watched old New Japan agrees with Damon. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> that <laughs> you know would be I mean? a great title for the show. <laughs> right, and I that's that was the last thing that I really wanted. Um, so no. Uh, and that that did not cross my mind at all. 
Okay, uh, well, let's wrap it up then. Which co- <laughs> yeah, you want me to do it? You get your hands bowling into I the bedroom. Be like, give me your wallet. Give me your card. <laughs> being, I'm being robbed here. <laughs> All right, listen. I'll wrap it up. Listen, I can do this. Uh, what? Oh, go for uh, it. All right, here we go. Uh, well, listen. Follow us on Twitter at the Super Jcast. Uh, if you want to throw some money our way, there's plenty of ways to do that. I think we deserve it. Buy a T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash SuperJCast uh, or Red Circle uh, where you can donate a couple bucks our way and show your appreciation for all the hard work that we do for your entertainment. I know that we had some uh, some uh, some heavy subjects this week, so... Uh, Again, we appreciate you hanging in with us. And we, and we appreciate the fact that you hang in with us all the time um, during this. So if you're continuing to download us and listening to us, thank you very much. Uh, uh, Editor Dan, support him, his band, uh, Escape the Box. Uh, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen on Apple, whatever the fuck that is. You know, wherever you stream your music or buy your music, Escape the Box uh, is who you want to listen to. Uh, great stuff and great reviews they're getting as well. Um, anything else we got to talk about? No? All right. Uh, that's it. I'm going to do my Joel imitation. And goodbye. <laughs>